0: Quick second to pay the bills and a word from our sugar daddies. As you may know, we've partnered with Riverside.fm. Now, we're the podcast podcast use them for all of our virtual interviews, as do our clients, and they have transformed our quality. The 4K footage is incredible, and there are a ton of features, including teleprompter, which is great if you need to record an ad and keep forgetting what you're going to say, and you need to record it at the same time, as well as the ability to transcribe, create clips, and edit directly in Riverside. The biggest thing though is the video quality. It's far superior to any of the alternatives in this space and that's why we use Riverside and so do our clients. If you want to sign up to Riverside today, click the link at the top of our show notes and use code PODCAST15 with a capital P for 15% off as an exclusive discount. Let's get into the episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. This week is a little bit different. So myself, The rest of the team at Progressive Media and Ash, we ran our three-day podcast profit system training, and live in the room in front of everybody who attended, I did multiple recordings with incredible podcasters. This episode is with Colin Nottage. Now, Colin is the host of the Interesting Health and Safety podcast. So it's a podcast we reference quite a lot for how niche it is, but how well it can monetize and build someone's brand in their particular sector. So Colin shares wisdom on the things he did right and did wrong when it comes to podcasting, but also the creative ways he's created multiple streams of income from his podcast directly into his business. So I hope you like it. Let me know what you think in the reviews. Here's the episode. I wanted to introduce everybody to Colin. So first of all, can we just have a bit of a round of applause for Colin to come here on this stage? I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Now, what is particularly interesting is... Colin was sat in this room how many years ago? 2019? 2019. 2019. So pretty much the last time we ran an in-person event. and now Colin has the interesting health and safety podcast. And I do kind of feel a little bit a little bit bad, because I use your podcast as an example of if this works. <laughs> imagine <laughs> your idea, but to be fair, it, it's health and safety. so Take us back. What is it that you do professionally, and why did you then start the interesting health and safety podcast? Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. And
1: great to meet everybody. So. Um. You know. It's really nice to be here. Um. I. Uh. I run a health and safety consultancy. So there's a there's a really big link to uh, to my podcast. So. Um. I worked in business for many years. Um. Sort of some large organisations, and then set up a set up a consultancy in about two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, something like that. And um, and it had been going along, you know, okay. Uh, and then I just wanted to do something a little bit different, and um, you know, and podcasting seemed to be a way to to engage. I suppose try and engage with people in a in a in a different way. And you know, so I set a, you know set the, set the podcast up in 2019. Was it intentionally for marketing
0: purposes? I uh,
1: um, I, what I wanted to do. It's it's really interesting that the, the things that you. That you think you want to do with your podcast when you first sort of start it, and then and then what it becomes can be can often be quite di- quite different. I I had this idea that I thought I knew an awful lot about health and safety, and so what I could do is I could go on to the podcast and I could I could tell everybody my wisdom. You know that's what it was going to be. It was going to be you know passing on passing on my my ideas and tips and initiatives and everything like that. And um and and I was so wrong. You know you know in actual fact. What it became is a is a fantastic opportunity for me to learn. And uh, and the people that I've had on the podcast and the um the guests that have that have taken time to actually spend some time talking to me has just been phenomenal. And in, and I, as an individual, as a person, uh as, I, I don't know, I just feel so so much more knowledgeable, probably more confident, um, you know, and, and just in a much better place in in life in general because uh because I've I've had I've, I've taken the time to do my podcast.
0: So what role do you play when creating content then do you mostly just facilitate other experts to to share knowledge how does that work um
1: i i probably i probably have about a 50/50 split between interviewing and uh, um I, I still like to i still think I, I know a little bit so i like to <laughs> i like to give it a bit. and i'm quite opinionated as well which uh, which my wife uh, my wife really really enjoys um but um uh, you know i probably probably about one episode is an interview one episode is maybe Giving the you know giving giving some content it really depends I think it depends on how how busy I am as mm-hmm. an individual and also the availability of guests you know when we came out you know in twenty nineteen you know the um um the covid came along and and that was actually a really good because nobody was doing anything so all these all these speakers were out there just waiting to to jump on a teams or a zoom call and actually talk to you so I managed to get to, I managed to get some really influential people from around the world on the um, on the podcast so it was
0: great. How does their influence or their following then affect you and your business and sort of you in that hierarchy of the space? I suppose what, you know what it does is it, it it
1: elevates my my standing if you know what I mean. So so you know I'll give you an example. I'm I'm I've just um I've just signed a really nice deal with a company in uh, in the UK to provide health and safety support to them, and um and one of the one of the decisions that was in their 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 process was was actually the fact that i knew people that they really respected you know so there's there's some there's there's some there's some really really influential people as i say in health and safety there's a guy called david provan who's a smashing guy he's been on my podcast a couple of times and um and this 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 health and safety professional in this business in the uk loves david provan okay david's got his own podcast as well and so the fact that i'd interviewed david and i had a rapport with him and and i was like you know i'm you know you you you, you do you know with your guests you know if then if they're nice i've had some real nightmare guests you know some people that are real pain in the backside, and you know aren't particularly nice but the ones are nice you know you can build up a rapport with them and you know and and you know get to you know get to know them and um you know and that's really helped that really helped in in securing this deal you're getting business off of somebody else's brand yep okay that's all right and what you know and also i mean you know the you know so my my um you know the podcast uh I heard. I heard they were talking a little bit earlier on when I when I was in. You were talking about um, uh, opposition, you know, and setting yourself up, uh, uh, you know, different to your opposition. Well, in the UK, there's there aren't that many podcasts in, on health and safety. I know you're, you're all sitting there really surprised at that, but um, <laughs> but there aren't that many out there. Um, and there's a there's a there's a guy called James and uh, who, who runs who runs a podcast, and, and and we went into business together, you know, because we we had a similar. A similar approach to what we were trying to do, which is trying to to save lives, really. I mean, you know, it is a, it is a, a, you know as basic as that. Um, and so we set up a community, and you know, and that community is you know has grown, and you know, it's it's really great. You know, and you you know, and, and some of the work that I get in my business now comes from
0: the people that uh, that are in that community. We well, talk about collaboration over competition in this space. So, social media, right? YouTube, tens and tens of millions of creators on there social media hundreds of millions of creators and they're all competing for that two or three hours that we have spare each day to what i call scroll time your eyes your ears your hands and actually interact with the phone but podcasts if it's completely idle like yours for example audio only i mean how how many you've just driven back from glasgow yesterday hours in the car you could listen to podcasts the whole time Mm. so that if there's not that many people creating content in the space you know like health and safety there's plenty of room for all of you mm. and then that's awesome that you've then spun off the business so talk to me about the community what is it and how did that get started
1: yeah so it's called it's called the health and safety network and um you know and it is um you know it is a group of uh, a group of health and safety professionals that um i suppose this is somewhere for people to to be able to just open up a little bit and you know and talk about their successes you know we don't talk about success that much uh, generally or people don't get the opportunity to yeah there's lots- Health and safety is quite a negative, quite a negative environment. Mm. You know, you know, accidents and incidents and deaths and people falling off of stuff and all of that. And um, you know, so we wanted to build something where you actually talk about successes because there's loads and loads of successes. And so the more the more positive you can be about about stuff, the you know, the I suppose the, the better it is at getting the message over. So so we try to you know my the podcast now is very very much about about getting that positive message across. You know, I'm talking about uh, talking about you know. Good things that you can do. It's some, um, you know. It's, it's I don't get many many downloads. Okay, um, you know, compared, you know, when they were talking earlier on, it went from from twenty thousand for, for one episode up to two point two million. I was sitting there thinking twenty thousand for one episode. Wow, that'd be cool. <laughs> 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 that'd be great. You know, got my, you know, the, the you know the, the number of uh, the number of downloads we have is 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 in the hundreds per episode. You know, maybe six seven hundred something like that. You know, so it's not it's not massive. But what we've got is a very, very engaged audience, and I think that's uh, you know that's the thing. You know, so and and one of the things that's just happened, we were you know, um, so so this guy David who I mentioned before, he um he has set up he set up a, a worldwide community called Safety Exchange. Okay, mm-hmm. so I said to him, I said, look, David, c- come on and talk to me about the Safety Exchange because because when people are um looking to launch something or put something out there, they, they want to talk to you, mm-hmm. you know, and so so um. So he came on, and I was the very, very first person to interview him from a podcast perspective on the Safety Exchange, and um, and th- he's now got something like thirteen or fourteen hundred health and safety professionals from around the world that are that are in his community. Okay, so um, and he said, "Look, why don't you put your podcast through my community?" So we've just set up the link now, so that uh, so that when we put a new episode out, it automatically goes into this community, and people. You know, people get to uh, get to get to listen, and you know, and what's you know, one of the things that we that, that I've done since having the podcast is we've set up an, an online sort of resource or an online process that is actually helping health and safety professionals to run their business better. Okay, and um, and that is that's going really well. Well, I've now I'm now in front of thirteen hundred really really niche buyers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I haven't had to find one of those. You know, David's done all that work for us, but it's wonderful. You know what I mean? And he's he's a great guy. So, you know, so it's just looking at these ways to, I suppose, to get your, you know, to get your content out in front of the people that are actually going to do something with it. You know, so I don't need millions of downloads. I don't. You know, I, you know, we get plenty from the from the people that do listen.
0: Well, I like to see it as like a percentage of your market, mm-hmm. right? Rob's is sort of you know, that 20,000 we were talking about earlier to 2 million, that is mass market. It's almost entertainment based, really. How many health and safety professionals are there? So if you're looking at like a percentage, right? Mm-hmm. Can, right even if there's, you know, tens of thousands, if you're getting, you know, a thousand plus another 1,300 and mm-hmm. all of these things, that's a, almost everyone. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that's where the influence comes from. Mm-hmm. But just then you mentioned just two income streams already. I think ones the network is that monetized. That is, yeah, yeah. And then um, you've got the the software company. Is it software? The software, SaaS? yeah, yep. Yeah. Talk us through it. So how how's the network set up? You know what what's the format? Is it online? Is it in person? How does that work? It's um, it's a it's it's um um basically meetings are through through Microsoft Teams. Okay. Yeah. So
1: and it's a it's a got cool website and um and it's and it's you know that that's not going to grow that big. We got it. We got it to a certain state to a certain stage, and it's um. It, it you know it, it isn't as easy. It isn't as easy as you think. Mm-hmm. You know, running these things and it takes a lot of time and effort. And I think if anybody in here is looking to to try and build a network up off the back of uh, off the back of the community that are going to be listening, I'd really recommend doing it. But don't underestimate how much time it takes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that probably the network actually takes more time to manage than the podcast. It's really? easier now. You know, I'm I'm really fortunate that I I've got you guys to help me with the uh, you know with the podcast. So I literally I record and I, we transfer and, and that's all I have to do. Just record and we transfer. And that's, so that's brilliant for me. Um, but you know, but not everybody, not everybody's in that position, you know, and I know you're going through editing and all that kind of stuff that, um, but I would say if if you can afford it, do it because it's, um, you know, it's really, really worked for me and it just allows, it allows me to then concentrate on the things that are really important to me, you know, cause editing a podcast isn't, isn't, <laughs> isn't what I'm particularly good at. You know, so, uh, but um, you know, but I, th- I think you know what it's uh, you know one of, one of the other things as well that's been that's been really good with it is um, is getting in front of the people that you want to get in front of. Okay, so so health and safety is again is is not everybody's not everybody's cup of tea. And if I ring up a a, a company CEO and say I want to come and talk to you about um, about a health and safety support. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't actually get past the gatekeeper. You know, mm-hmm. I would. I wouldn't get that opportunity to go and talk to them. However, if I say I'd love you to come on my show um, and hear your experiences from a health and safety perspective in your business, the likelihood is is that they're more likely to actually respond and actually, you know. So, so I've I've got people to come onto the uh, to come onto the podcast that are now clients of my health and safety consultancy. You know, so and I probably wouldn't have got the opportunity to speak to them beforehand.
0: Is that the order then? So you get them on the show, you spend an hour or so with them, and you're like, "Here's an invoice. Do you want to?" Yeah, <laughs> if only you just scare the shit like out of them
1: for an hour. I think I think the thing is, is it you know, it's not you know, it's not about you know, it's, it doesn't happen straight away, does it? You know, these things mm. don't. And you know, and it's sometimes it's, it's you know, 2019. So it's been going for four years now. We've got two hundred two hundred and fifty episodes, something like that. Mm. Um, I think what that's done is that in itself has has built some some credibility, I suppose. You know, people people look at that and they actually see, yeah, you know, this, you know, there's some good there's some good content. And I'm sure if you listen to all 250 episodes, you're gonna find a little bit of it that's shocking. Mm. Okay, especially some of the earlier episodes. Um, because I just wasn't very wasn't very relaxed in front of the microphone really. But I think that gets uh that gets better and better. Um, you know, again, you guys, I did um I did the expert speaker academy, which mm. was warm, well, blew my mind yeah five days blew my mind
0: i've done i think anybody else in here done the five days we yeah
1: is that did it blow your mind it's gone yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely absolutely phenomenal went from went from the lowest point up to absolute crescendo mm. and absolutely amazing so it's not it's not it's so much more than than learning to speak they do yeah. don't they yeah they do yeah so boom yeah so but that gave, me, that gave me an awful lot of confidence. And, and I think just, you know, getting in front of the, you know, getting in front of
0: the microphone, you know, it's, it's I, I enjoy it now. So our next section is monetization. So let's talk money as much as you can. We mm-hmm. need to edit out, how we will. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, the, what's the main income stream coming from the podcast? Which of the many businesses you seem to be spinning off the podcast? So, so
1: the, um, the online system is probably the... The one that we that we're gonna is gonna have the best future if you know what I mean because it doesn't it doesn't involve me Mm. all the time and I think that's one that's one of the things that you have to be very very careful of is that if you are if you are the sole deliverer then Mm. then then you're going to be limited with what you can do but within the um you know within with I've I've been able to grow my health and safety consultancy um because of the contracts that we've that we've won. And part of the part of the process of winning those contracts has been the has been the podcast. And so you know, so I'm not sitting here saying you know, oh, we got got fourteen thousand three hundred thirty seven quid out of that podcast there, you know. Mm -hmm. But what I can say is that uh, that that this week we um, we did a deal for hundred twenty thousand to provide support into a business for the next twelve months, and um, and and the guy has bought because he likes the way that i talk and the way that we're trying to do things but the but the delivery won't be me my team will be mm-hmm. delivering that in and so it's just getting those opportunities and i think you know when i when i started my health and safety consultancy many years ago you know i was i was in a different i was different in a different pool that i was trying to earn money okay so i was you know I, you know we were we were doing 395 pound deals here and, and that but we've I've been able to elevate the, the, the quality of, of client that I deal with and the podcast has been part of that process.
0: Yeah, I heard recently, I can't actually remember who it was, it would have been good to quote them, but brand essentially is how you add a zero to your prices. Mm. You know, the difference between a Gucci t-shirt and a Primark 1 or you know, a Nokia or an iPhone is I, I trust the brand, I like the brand. Mm. And if you're building your brand, you can then attract the right people. Mm-hmm. So you've got the network, You've got the consultancy, you've got the software. Mm-hmm. Anything else I'm missing? Um, no, I think they're the I, oh, think, okay. I think they're the three. Oh, bless you. <laughs> just just, just the, uh, the three income streams. That's interesting. All right, so money aside, because, you know, that's interesting, but there are more interesting parts. What are some of the surprising benefits of podcasting that, you know, if you were sat in this room in 2019, you know, if somebody at the team was to say, oh, this will happen to you, you'd be like, nah, no way. What, what are some of the more shocking things? Well I think, you know,
1: it's it's been I suppose it's 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 been the opportunity to um to to speak. Um and and I suppose so so in twenty nineteen, um I wasn't the chair of the construction dust partnership and, and you all might sitting there going, Whoopee shit, what's that? <laughs> you know what Ooh. I mean? <laughs> really. <laughs> but what it is, is um, you know, it's a it's a it's you know, it's it's a group that's trying to trying to stop people in the construction industry dying from silicosis and um and wood uh, cancer from wood dust and uh, you know in every year 12,000 people die okay so um you know so it's a really really positive thing that we're trying to do and um and so getting the opportunity to um to share that came about because of the confidence that I got from doing the podcasting what's then happened since then is there's a there's a there's a group called the health and construction leadership group Woo-hoo, again but that's <laughs> uh, but that that I've now been asked to chair the respiratory working group on that now where that becomes really exciting is in that room I've got the head of health and safety of Lango O'Rourke and of Balfour Beatty and of uh, Skanska and all the huge worldwide construction companies that now know me mm. okay and and I never ever expected my podcast to get me into that kind of room. Okay. Um so so that's that's been that's been one of the things. But I think, you know, the the really the really big thing for me has just been my personal development and my personal learning. You know, that's been the thing, you know, I've I've taken a different approach to to how I how I engage with my existing clients in trying to improve health and safety in their organizations because of what I've learned from listening to other people and how they do it around the world. Can you give an example? just um i think there's a there's a um uh there's a thing called new view okay new view of health and safety and it's it's quite contentious okay there's a lot of people in the world that's, that that've got a traditional view okay which is very much about you know it's all it's not as bad as going around with a with a clipboard and checking stuff off it's not as bad as that but it is very much if something's gone wrong they it's normally the individual that's been blamed if something's gone mm-hmm. wrong whereas i've been exposed um by talking to people around the world about, about this this different approach where actually not looking at the individual as a problem, but looking at the individual as a solution, and uh, and actually looking at the context, you know, and, and and why, you know, the decisions that that individual made before they got hurt, um, you know, actually trying to understand that better rather than just looking with twenty twenty vision, you know, oh well, it was obvious what happened mm-hmm. because it is obvious after the event, but before the event, you know, it, you know, it isn't as obvious, and so and so it's you know it's made me it's made me question maybe some of the ways that I've worked previously, mm-hmm. you know, I've I've definitely been in a you know um uh blame retrain you know mode you know it was their fault let's train them up again and that's really not what it's about it's trying to look at look at the the context looking at the pressures that people were under so that's 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 been that's been one of the big uh, one of the big learnings i suppose and just just reinforcing then you know the things that we that we do and, and what that's allowed us to do is it's allowed us to actually build new products so some so my health and safety consultancy is, is full of products you know i've got different training courses and and because because i've um i've been able to um uh you know put this slightly different um approach to how we do things i've actually been able to go and resell those training courses back to my existing clients and they're now sitting there and going wow this is this is much better this <laughs> is a much better approach so again they now you know they now trust me you know and, and and trust is so important you know and and you know and building a building an environment where where people feel trusted is is
0: what is successful. That's what successful businesses do. So you're incredibly humble about how successful you've been. And what I find really interesting is you can say, like, I come in as wanting to be the expert, still are, interview other people, kind of learn a whole new way. You know, I guess you can teach an old dog, middle aged dog, new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still getting all of the benefit, right? You're still a chairman, you're still getting all this recognition. Without having to be that person, so one thing I try and you know kind of push on podcasts is you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be the the expert, the top of the top in your industry. Sometimes you're saying I'm learning something new, do you want to come along? Actually, does way better, and you can still get all the other benefits. Yeah, I mean, I know if you know you're, you're all looking at me going, "What, well, Colin? You're not perfect." I
1: mean, look, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look at the body. But um, no, there's uh, you know, there's there's uh, and I think you know that's that's one thing I will say. You know, there's you know, we have been really successful. And uh, don't don't let your health suffer because I think I may have gone the wrong way a little bit. And so you know, so always keep that. At the, you know, your own health is so important. You know, so you know, so keep that at the top there. But um, but enjoy it. Think you know, and I, and I think you know, one of the things I like to I like to think I do is definitely um, you know, the way I'm talking now is how I like to talk on the podcast and mm-hmm. how I like to, to to interview people as well. It's very much a conversation. I have and I, I normally haven't got any questions. Okay, I, I probably you know, I probably don't do enough research before the interviews. Okay, that's, that's probably one thing I'm a little bit naughty at. Um, but, but the, the conversations tend to, go, tend to go where they go. And I think if you, you know, the thing that I've definitely got better at is I've got better at listening. Okay, um, and, I, and my wife will definitely, will definitely confirm that. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I ask better questions. And I think if you can, if you're in your life, if you can ask better questions, then you're going
0: to get better answers. I suppose it's more of like the Joe Rogan approach Like right? he's not highly researched asking you know like a question as if he's a journalist he's kind of like oh I'm a dummy like teach me something mm. and then if I've got follow up questions I will and you know last 3 hours and I really like that conversational back and forth I mean Colin and I had all of I don't know 25 seconds what what should we talk about and that was basically it on mm. on this and I think as long as you're good at listening and responding to the thing that she's actually saying rather than being in my head thinking, oh, what am I going to ask next? What am I going to ask next? It's going to make much better content. And if your guest isn't giving you much and you think oh, I've got nothing, then just wrap it up. Mm. Because maybe it's just not going to be good content. What have you done wrong? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, I
1: stopped recording for a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So um, because and I think, you know, again, that was, that was, that was really interesting. Um, extremely busy work-wise um, and something had to give and it was the podcast that gave. Um, so, you know, so that was, the, you know, and I think I look back and it was a, it was a mistake because we were getting some real momentum and then it sort of dropped and then we got start it's starting to pick up again now. Um, so, you know, so that, you know, consistency I think is really, really important, you know. Um, um, I also, I probably, I, I set myself at the beginning too high a bar for the number of episodes that i was going to put out okay because mm-hmm. i was doing two a week to start with um which uh which which wasn't wasn't maintainable it was all right but i probably did it for about eight or nine months but we to be fair we were in covid and so um and so it was a lot easier then you know what my, my business pretty much pretty much shut down um during covid and um and so i was sitting at home you know none of my clients wanted us on site because they were trying to work out what it was that they were they were trying to do and so it did give us a great opportunity to to do stuff okay but two a week was too much for me and um you know and it went to it went to one a week and then and then it and then it went to maybe two a month and then there was a few months it didn't and you know and so picking that back up and keeping that going I think is uh, is really important so you know that's
0: when you put it down and you stop for a little while I don't know how much time you spend in like your backend, but was it still getting downloads? Were you still getting like any messages about it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I
1: think the download, the download. You you would, you would probably actually look at my look at my chart, and you wouldn't actually realize <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped. So I did think about maybe not recording anything else ever again and seeing what happens. Um, but no, that's uh, that is not the answer. Um, but yeah, but I think there's there's just you know new people are coming to it. But I think the problem is, is new people are coming to it and downloading your back catalogue, mm. and because I've got quite a big catalog, back catalogue, there was getting plenty of downloads from that. But I would have, you know, if having those and the and the listeners as well, yeah, you know, the numbers, the numbers would have been, you know, would have been higher. But uh, but again, as I say, you know, the numbers is, you know, a, I suppose there's a little bit of vanity in that, isn't there? You know, mm. the numbers is it's it's you know, what are people what are people doing with it? You know, again, we haven't got we I suppose we haven't got many calls to to action you know but that's something now that we that we can do because we've got people that are, that are listening and we've got that that back catalog and we've got that that um credibility you know now when you when you say something you know people people tend to respond mm.
0: what's your biggest piece of advice if you started again what would you do
1: i think the big thing is if if there's anybody in the audience that's, that's that's not sure about whether to do it i think the advice is do it okay you know because it's you know because it is you know for me it's it's been it's just been really good fun as well, you know it's you know it actually isn't it isn't it isn't as hard as you think it is once you get into it and you know um you know so make sure make sure you uh you know you start and then I think you know for me quality of 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 information above quantity i think that's that's probably the big thing you don't you don't need to put out loads and loads and loads and loads of episodes unless that's what you want to do, mm. okay, but make sure that the the stuff that you are putting out you 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 can actually look back on and feel proud of, you know, when you look back at it and actually say, you know, that's that's been of some benefit to to somebody. And if you can if you can if you can if you can achieve that, then then you're going to be in a good place.
0: Well, I suppose from your perspective, you're working with these really big brands, you know, doing six figure contracts. If it's a bit math, it's going to have the adverse effect entirely, right? It's like, oh, okay, we don't want to work with this guy. His content's fluffy, or his audio's crap, or production's yep. rubbish. Mm-hmm. So, how do you maintain that? Quality, you know, do you shorten your episodes? Like, how, how how do you make sure everything your output's good?
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, so my episodes are either are either an interview, and the inter I try to keep the interview uh, under forty five minutes. That tends tends to be tends to be what um what we do. Um, if I'm doing a, a short episode, it's gonna it's usually about eight to ten minutes, something like that. And that's because again, just chatting to people, they say you know they they can you know they can pick it up on their. On their, their way to work or their way home, and you know, and they, and they can just they can just they can just take it on, you know. And if you think about it, you know, you, you you're in a really you're in a really privileged place with your listener, because because you are you're right in their ear, you know, you're you're right there, and and you don't get that with the radio, you know, with the with the radio, you know. And I suppose you can't play it on the radio, but people tend to have tend to listen to it on ear, mm. ear earpods or whatever it is, and you you're just right there, you're right in their ear and so you know so you know because it's i see that as a really privileged place let's make sure that the the information that you're going to give them is of value and if it's of value then they're going to come back to you and if it's not they won't
0: how did you come up with those short episodes what's your sort of strategy to create content um stuff that goes on in, in my life okay so so
1: it was interesting this um my last episode was all about blame and accountability and um and again, there's lots and lots of people out there that blame people. And, and somebody had put a post up on LinkedIn and it was these people walking up this, uh, there's some steps in a, um, uh, a sports stadium and they kept on tripping on the same, same step. And, and, and the point that the person who posted the interview was trying to make was it's not the fault of the people that's tripping on the steps and, and you shouldn't blame them uh, and, and nobody should be blamed. And I just said, well, hold on a minute. Somebody's designed those steps and so, or somebody's installed those steps incorrectly because people are tripping so so something somewhere hasn't worked out as well as it could have been so somebody you know so I'm not I'm not saying blame people but people are accountable for what it is that they that they they do mm. and and if you're a civil engineer you know you you've got some real accountability in the design of a you know of a structure or the the construction of a structure because somebody will have paid you an awful lot of money to to do the design or to do the to do the build and so and so I you know seeing that video and I, I the problem is, you, you. I don't know how many of you use LinkedIn, but it can be quite, a, quite poisonous. You know, it's pretty. It's, it can be a pretty horrible environment. You know, there's lots of people that that are just crap, and um, um, and you know, you you get this, you get you get this debate, this banter going backwards and forwards, whatever it may be. And I suppose I just thought, you know, I I actually want to, I want to put something out here and, and actually try and put over a point that if somebody's going to be accountable, then then they need to be accountable against something okay they need to be competent they need to be trained you know so so it allowed me to then take that episode into starting to talking about training starting to talk about well how do you track your training in your business you know and then i was able to say on the end if you ain't very good at tracking the training in your business i've got this really great resource you can use (laughs) you know i mean so it allowed us to it allowed us to to talk about a topic but then, actually, then have a little call to action at the end of it. Feed it back into the business. Yeah. So you know. So you know. So you know. I don't do that every time, but it just worked. It just. It just naturally worked there. And you know. And so you know. You know. I'll be. You know. I'll be going onto sites. I'll be talking to my clients. We'll be having a having a discussion about something. And um, you know. And there'll will be an idea. You know. Let's talk about that this week. You know. And getting actually. You know. Getting some of my clients onto the um. You know. This. You know. They they, not everybody gets the opportunity to be on a podcast. Well, they don't think they have i mean in actual fact probably everybody has got every opportunity because there's so many people that want to that want that to wanna record stuff but um you know i can actually say to to my clients look you know come on just jump on let's do an episode you know if we've got the you know if we've got the equipment there we can do it in the in the in the office or in the canteen or whatever it is and just just record something short and sharp and you know and then and then that's a little bit of content that maybe is a little bit different to what other
0: health and safety people a bit of a case study sat in there with client x yeah doing this project that works quite well that's right there's a drip down a bit (laughs) blame (laughs) zane sorry dude it's fine um what's your your biggest podcast win what's the thing you're most proud of um that's that's a good question thank you um
1: it wasn't. I just like. I just, like, I just like to chuck that in. You <laughs> know what I mean? So he feels. So he feels good. He said, "Can you say that at least once in the uh, in the episode?" Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you later. Yeah. But no. Um. I think. I think my 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 biggest win has been my personal development. But I think you know there's so many different ways that you can win, isn't there? You know there can be a financial gains. There can be financial wins. You know this 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 six figure contract that we've run is uh is you know really sort of cements the long-term future for my business and for the people that work in my business, you know, because, because my people, are, you know, the people that, that that do the work, you know, mm. are, the, are the most important people in the business. And, um, you know, so, so we've got some stability there, you know, it, and I think what it does is it allows us to, um, you know, it allows us to look at different things. I think, you know, one of the, you know, one of the things i said, we'll just talk about briefly is that one of the, you know, one of the people that I've, that I've met as a result of doing my podcast, we're now talking about um, my exit strategy for my business. You know, so that's, you know, so that's really exciting, you know, that they you know, so, but, you know, that's not happening straight away, mm. but, you know, we're having the early conversation, you know, I'm, I don't look it, but I'm 50, 57 now. And, um, you know, um, at some point I'm going to want to do, I'm going to want to do other things.
0: Well, I wanted to talk about that. So you've mentioned health, you mentioned, you know, you like the <coughs> software business because it doesn't necessarily require your time. So, so what's your plan over the next few years? um over the next the next five years
1: is or the next probably four four or five years is doing exactly what we're doing now mm. um but with a with a with a way of actually of actually starting to exit and then get into a stage where we'll just keep the online business because that's that doesn't need to be health and safety professional mm. um you know and that's something potentially that the kids you can get uh, can get involved with my my, my we got my, my my wife and myself we've got five children between us okay and they're all in their um they're all in there. Well, apart from one. One of them's uh, seventeen, but all the others are in their mid-twenties. And none of them, can you believe this? None of them want to be a health and safety professional. <laughs>
0: Unbelievable, isn't it? Who would have thought? Shock horror.
1: So, um, you know, so so the so the health and safety consultancy isn't uh, isn't of any interest to them, but the online system, you know, they're all sitting there going, Yeah, that's uh, you know, that could because again, they can just they can just manage it and we can get other people to uh you know, to do the uh, to do the work you know what i mean so but that's really interesting so what that's doing is that's giving some stability to to to, to myself to my wife to uh, to our family um you know and then we can what we're gonna do is is then do i suppose you know do the things that 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 people do when they get older you know travel a bit more you know i'm um, I, what, what i don't want to do is is you know both my wife and myself have said we're not going to wait until we retire to do all the things that we want to do when we retire, mm. you know, we're, we're, we're just, we're just bringing all that forward, you know? And so we're, you know, because, you know, you know, you get to, you get to retirement and there's no guarantees, you know, there's no guarantees you're going to get there, you know? So, um, you know, so, so all the, all the, all the visions and all the things that you want to achieve at some point in your life, bring it forward, bring it forward and start to, uh, start to do it. So that's what we're doing, you know, and, um, and, The podcast is allowing us to to build the business, to give us the freedom to make those decisions.
0: Really appreciate your time. Thank you, Colin. Round of applause, everyone.